What is up, Getting Magnetic? Happy Money Monday, coming at you with a special episode. I'm here, actually, I'm joined with Alessia Citro, who is appearing on our Wednesday episode coming up in a couple days, but we were talking, we were like, let's do a quick Money Mindset episode because I think that's so valuable for people. I think so many people, you know, money makes the world go around. One of our friends, Rita Davenport, she said, money isn't everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. We kind of need it. But at the same time, when we come to realize that it's just paper and it's energy and it's like, how do we attract it or more so release resistance to it is when it can like flow into our life. But you and I both grew up in a similar setting where it's like, all right, you go to school, you get the job, you have the stable income, you go into debt to get the job. Maybe you have some credit card debt. Like neither of us had good. Did you have a good money mindset growing up? It was horrible. Actually. Yeah, same. <laughs> like my my family, whatever money we had, like we spent and I'd be like, why do we have a BMW, but I can't get lunch money? Like, how does that work? And like, that's what yes. I grew up in. <laughs> yes, me. Yep. Same here. So first of all, if you're out there listening and you feel like you aren't the most savvy with money or you don't have a great money mindset, know that that can change and it's up to you to change it. And most of us, our money mindset is just developed from our upbringing. It's whatever our parents was, whatever upbringing was. So it's you're not necessarily to blame, but you do have to take responsibility starting today and moving forward and for your future. Now it's up to you. And so how do we do that? There's a lot of different ways, Alessia, and I could get quickly into that. But what what was the point for you where you're like, I have a money mindset issue and I need to change that? Gosh. I don't know if there even was a point, but... the Well, what jumps out of my mind, um, I was working at my first tech company doing sales and one of my dear friends, I, I'm like an open book. I'm a natural sharer, right? So like her and I had been talking about like, money and trying to, you know, build wealth. But at this point, eh, maybe I wasn't still five figures in debt, but at least four. And she's like, you know who I think you'd really like listening to is Dave Ramsey. And I was like, who's this guy? And like, he's pretty old school, but mm -hmm. I listened to, um, God, I'm trying to think, oh, Total Money Makeover, like mm -hmm. his most famous book. And I'm listening to it on audiobook, And I'm like, oh my God, I have literally been going about doing everything wrong. So I stuck to his principles and it completely changed the way I thought about things. And that was really the birth of me on this new path of wealth creation and not just, yeah, like living yeah. paycheck to paycheck and having this, this terrible money mindset. I know. Wow. That's, that's good. I want to get into that. But to, before that, even, I guess for me, it was, you know, I grew up in, I didn't have a lot of money growing up or like I wasn't around that. So it became a pain point for me and it was something I wanted to go do. And so then my whole goal was like, go create a six figure career in finance. And so I set a goal by like 25. I want to do that. My friends are like, dude, you're crazy. You got to climb the ladder. Like we start out at 60 or whatever. Um, and they're like, you get a 7% raise and they're trying to calculate it. I'm like, yeah, I know. But by 25. And so then I did that. And I was like the first one of my friends to do it. And I was like, whoa. But you know what I realized is my income went up, but my lifestyle went up, which is cool. But I always needed the paycheck. I was literally making six figures living paycheck to paycheck because I had the baller apartment downtown and the sports car and the whatever. And I would go out on the weekends and have hundreds of dollars of bar tabs and buy the bottles and all the things. And I was like, what? This is just, I'm still on the hamster wheel. Like it's just, I do bougier stuff now, but I have nothing to show for it. And I'm literally living paycheck to paycheck. Things have to change. And then I was like, okay, I made a hundred thousand. How do I make a million? It's not with this salary. 
There's literally, I would have to work for the next 20 years and take over the company and become the CEO of my current company. And maybe I'd be close to seven figures then, but maybe not even. So I started to think, whoa, how do I do that? And I started to surround myself with those people, those entrepreneurs that were multi, multi-millionaires. And it's like, oh my gosh. And then it became the money mindset. And I think there's a few different routes. First, if you, like Alessia, have a bad money mindset and you're in debt and all the things, uh, Dave Ramsey is great for like, let's dig you out of the hole and get back on your feet. From there, I think he's really good for most of the population because most of us have a terrible money mindset. But from there, it's all about abundance. It's like, I don't even think about spending anymore. I should more than I do because I just think about creation rather than like restricting like, I'm not going to get the latte, the $5 coffee. That stuff doesn't change our life. Like changing your life is going out and creating. Now, I couldn't do that with a fixed income, but with entrepreneurial endeavors, it's like I eat what I kill. I got to go work for it. And so it shifted from this, how do I save? How do I get out of debt to how do I make more and be financially free? And I personally love debt. I know Dave Ramsey doesn't. I love debt when it's attached to an asset that produces income like a rental property or something. But when you start to shift towards the abundance side of money mindset, what were things you did? Like what were a few like tips for people? People love tips. I think I think the primary, God, there's a lot of steps here, but I really think the primary one is taking a look at why you have the bad money mindset to start with. I think for me, I used to say, oh, I grew up poor. And then I'm like, no, like that's all relative, right? Compared to my friends, mm-hmm. yes. Because um, I remember, you know, needing to put things back at the store, but ultimately, you know, I had a roof over my head and mm-hmm. all of that. But it's like, what? why do I have these beliefs? Oh, because this is what I'm used to. This is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I've been basically trained to think that like I have to exchange time for money and I have to work hard to make money. I mean, I do work hard, Mm -hmm. but you can also do less, Mm -hmm. right? And and create passive income. So yeah, I think for me, like the main shift is starting to look at money as an energy exchange, knowing that the source of it is infinite, (laughs) which, uh, you know, that might come off as controversial <laughs> people, but but truly, it's like if I'm adding value to the world, mm-hmm. and, and like you, I'm a natural spender. Mm-hmm. Jeff's a natural saver. Yep. Which, which are you? Are you the spender or the saver? I, I grew up a saver, but I've kind of transferred into a spender. And my wife Sandy, which we all know and love, is pure spender, no saver. Ooh, two spenders. <laughs> yes. that's dangerous. But that's yeah. why you guys are successful, right? Yeah, because I you guess know so. That you can keep creating it. Jeff and I have this argument all the time. I'm like, I don't know where it's going to come from, but like, I just know I'm going to create it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, give me a minute and it's going to happen. So yeah, I don't know. Just knowing that the universe has my back and knowing that I can get scrappy and make something out of nothing, basically. I love it. I can think of a few like tangible things in and my mind, my money mindset is ever growing and shifting and changing. Like I'm nowhere near perfect. Like I consider myself pretty savvy with money. But I'm not where I want to be. And I know and I'm still breaking through generational curses of restrictive, like scarcity money mindset. Not to say my parents were scarce, it's just what was imprinted in me. I'm still breaking through that. And I think the ways that I've worked on it to date are surrounding myself with people who are abundant, who think abundantly, who create abundantly. Because at the end of the day, one of my digital mentors, Jim Rohn, said, You want to double your income, double your value to the marketplace. What you earn and bring home is purely a result of how valuable you are to the market. When I was an employee, 
And I, this isn't the world needs entrepreneurs and the world needs employees. Sometimes I think I come off and I'm like almost dissing employees. I do not mean to do that because the world needs employees as much as they need entrepreneurs. But in for my specific case, I was only adding so much value to my company because I needed the stable paycheck. I needed the benefits. I needed those things. And I was working for those. I wasn't working on myself, growing my skill set like crazy, having an insatiable appetite to grow myself and thus being twice as valuable to the marketplace. Like I was just kind of growing 5% per year and getting my 5% raise. Now I think about is I want to double my income. How can I double my impact? How can I double my value to the marketplace? And that's been everything. And that's been mentors and people that I seek to model after. Like, who are those people? Make a financial SWAT team. They don't have to be people you know. Maybe they are. Maybe it's your your mom's friend who's a CEO or whatever. Whoever it is in your life. Maybe it's Tony Robbins. Maybe it's people like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or Robert Kiyosaki. Second, devour their stuff. Have that insatiable appetite towards, it's now up to me to create my money mindset shoot, should I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? That's probably like the number one book I suggest for shifting your money mindset and and kind of getting into Robert Kiyosaki's books and different stuff. He literally has board games. Like what if we stopped scrolling social media or watching Netflix and played his cash flow quadrant board games? Second is Jim Rohn suggested this to everyone, The Richest Man in Babylon. Easy, quick read kind of a, it's like written in old English. So it's kind of hard, but rich dad, poor dad and richest man in Babylon are two things that I would say to shift your money mindset and then surround yourself with those people. And then something I think we probably both do is money affirmations. Like what are we telling ourselves? Do you have any specific ones you use? Yeah. And actually (laughs) as, as we're sitting here, I have, I'm really into energy crystals right now. And I'm sitting here with, um, a really beautiful piece of pyrite in my pocket. It's, it's like, like this really shiny, gold. beautiful rock formation thing. <laughs> yeah. If any of you need a crystals dealer, which is what I call her, hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> She's and I'll connect got you. you. But I hold this because literally this, um, the properties of pyrite are like wealth creation, abundance, all of that. So I literally sit and meditate with it. But then I also say, I am a money magnet. I create prosperity and abundance with ease. I mean, if you're not doing affirmations, like start doing those, but make them about money mm-hmm. as well. And after I do these, like, it's crazy. I will have like leads come in like, Hey, I heard your podcast. I want to work with you as a coach. Like it's not every single time without fail. I love it. I, so uh, that's huge. Something we both suggest start to develop your money mindset with money affirmations. I, what if you, every day you're brushing your teeth. I have mine in my mirror. When I brush my teeth, I open up my little mirror in my bathroom and I say these out loud. They're not all money, but there's a few. It's, yeah, I have the same ones. I think I'm a money magnet. Money flows easily and freely to and through me. I love money and money loves me. Money is flowing abundantly to me from expected and unexpected ways. All these different things. When you start to say them, you're like, oh, that's not true. But as you start to say them, it, thoughts become beliefs, become actions. You subconsciously and consciously work towards it. And I think the other thing is too, we have this energy about money and we need it to be positive and open, not negative, not scarce. So when you think of like, when I think of making my first million dollars, which I, is inevitable to me, I know it will happen in a given year, let's say becoming a millionaire, I need to release the resistance around how big that is too. Like if I just think like, oh my gosh, that's this big thing. I'm almost like keeping it at bay, keeping it far away. That's far away or 10 million or 100 million, whatever it is. It's just like, 
I know what I need to do. I just need to become more valuable, impact more people, like serve the world in a bigger way. And it's not about like, oh, I got to first make a hundred, then a million, then 10 million. It's just like, I'm going to release the resistance to how big that is. The bigger we make money or that, that point you want to hit, the, fir- the more we're resisting it. When we're resisting something, we're not allowing to receive it. So it's coming into that receiving state through these affirmations, through who we surround ourselves with, through these books. Gosh, this was a cool episode. But give people a sneak peek because I know we chatted just before this and that episode's airing uh, Wednesday. But what's that episode all about? The episode airing Wednesday, the 100th episode, which is so exciting. Oh, my gosh. can't believe you guys are at 100 and that you had me be your guest. So Heck yeah. So it's basically my corporate dropout story, why I left this very high-paying, good job to go out on my own and become an entrepreneur and, and pursue my God-given gifts. So um, if you are kind of feeling in that same place, you know, as we sit recording this, we're in the midst of what many are calling the great resignation. Mm. And and Wade, you shared this on an IGTV after you saw me talk about it. Um, Four million people in April quit their jobs mm-hmm. and didn't get a new one. Mm. Like they just left the workforce. And, and I, I got to check what the latest figures are. But a lot of people right now know there's more to life. So if you feel like you're in that boat, like come and listen. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for it. So yeah, if you, you should be on the edge of your seat. If you are out there, like I'm currently working in something that I know I'm not in alignment with that. I know I'm not long on. You're going to want to tune in Wednesday and actually either way, no matter where you're at in life, you're going to want to tune in Wednesday. Thank you, Alessia, for doing a back to back with us. Yeah, thanks Excited for, for Wednesday and uh, till next time.